love me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They will also match your first deposit up to $100 and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, aka Stat Baby, along with their hosts, Mace and Cam. Murder, what up, man? What's good, man? What's good, man? How you doing? You got your nails getting done. Yeah, man, my nail tech had to come in. She was a little <laughs> late. What up, Em? You know, if you out here on the West Coast and need a nail tech, <laughs> she's available. For, yeah. And pardon the little clip, my nails ain't been done in about two weeks because she been yeah. so busy, so... I know y'all may hear a little clicking. It ain't like cold for Martin and nothing like. Yeah, it's sound really rough over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on over there? You said it sound a little rough. It do, man. I'm mad at myself. I asked her, I said, yo, you want dipping in some water? She's like, nah, man. I'm like, yo, this sound like they do need to be dipped in yeah. some water, but. But uh, it'll only be a minute. Sorry about the little clicking and all that, man. I'm really mad at myself. All right, all right cool, man. I'm sorry about that. What's good, man? Yo, this is the last episode of season two, man. I know. You, Yo, man. you starting off pause with a dandy, <laughs> dipping in water. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. Dipping okay. in water. What a way to go. You, you, you know what's crazy? I know. I know. I'm telling you now, I'm telling you right now, since since I caught that dunk on you the other day, this nigga been sitting closer to me, no homo. <laughs> I mean, if you don't think I'm watching him out my peripheral, <laughs> this nigga King, I've been noticing he's trying, he ain't been sitting that close to me lately since the dunk. I don't know what y'all got planned. <laughs> I, don't know. I know it's a 2-1-2 now because Tito launched you, so I just know I'm like, why is he sitting this close to me? I don't know yeah. if you know I know karate. <laughs> right, everybody's on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird energy. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. Well, we are joined with our analyst, Maurice Claret. Mo C. Mo is good. What's good, Mo? Everything. Life great, man. Good, Having man. a great week. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Just want to tell you, you know, uh, you, you've been here the whole season two with us. We appreciate you, man. And, we couldn't have had a better college analyst and not even a college analyst, a better person on the show besides you, man. And we just want to tell you thank you. And more importantly than thanking you, we want to thank Wifey for letting you do this because I know this cutting into <laughs> her time every week. So, and she's a part of making the shirts and, and part of the, the Maurice Claret team. So tell her, thank we never see her or the babies, but wish them happy holidays. And we appreciate everything you and your family uh, contribute to the show. No, I appreciate that, but you know, you okay. hit her with a little pink horsepower after the Ooh. show, and she'd be all right. Most he came home. <laughs> he came home. <laughs> he came home, man. That's what's up, man. Thank you so much, bro. So, no, I appreciate the opportunity. Come on, man. We got much more to do outside of this, man. Definitely. Okay. So let's start with some insight. Let's talk about leveraging your brand. How do you think someone, especially like a student athlete, can do that? Yeah, this uh, this this is a response, man, from, uh, it was a guy on Twitter. And uh, he was like, uh, he was talking to me and he asked a question about um, like me associating myself with Ohio State, right? And he was saying it like in a funny way. And I was like, my man, I don't think that you get it, right? And I'll connect these conversations through other stuff that we plan on talking about in the show. And I said, man, when these people come to you and they come and get you out of high school, like you see a lot of these high school kids, uh, they go into their parents' houses and they promise and all these things of what they'll do to these kids, right? And the fact of the matter is, is that there's only a small percentage of guys who are going to make it to the NFL, make it to the NBA, or make it to be professional. And for those who don't make it, man, you have to leverage all of your experiences and everything that you have prior to. And so in my case, Ohio State was how everybody knew me. And it's like anybody who's had any experience where you've created value into the world, 
if you choose to be bitter and stay away from people or be resentful for things that happened in your past and not associate yourself or even know how to leverage it, you won't get everything from what the university said that they were going to give you. And in my case, I associate myself with the brand to go around, to do business, to own companies, to buy real estate, to, to meet new people, to have like conversational pieces. And where the dude thought he was clowning me from associating myself with the brand, I said, nah, bro, you ain't getting it. There's a lot of people who leave these universities and never get nothing from them. And so what I would say is that, you know, just, just shifting perspective, when you can go to these universities and things don't work out the way that you intended them to, if you've created some value and people know you and you create like a memory for them, learn how to leverage businesses, steal your identity back from the university because believe you me, they represent the 2000, they, they advertise the 2002 national championship and they still make money, get fans and parade off of that. But I don't get nothing from that. So my way of sort of like taking my brand back from the, um, the, uh, the university is to wear this hat, wear the clothes when I'm going in through and out in Ohio. And, you know, that, that's how I do it. You know what I'm saying? So that was just like a question answer to a kid. But I think it's a larger discussion around guys who leave universities and don't really get everything that they thought that they would get in the first place. You want to chime in? Well, what I would say is this to that, and that's great how you do it, because that's what, you know, that's that's really interesting that I'm sitting there processing what you just said, because now the kids get paid uh, through NIL, and they're still selling stuff from memorabilia or whatever it may be, from old championships, whether it's the Fab Five or the 2002 Ohio State Championship that you are a part of. I'm sitting here thinking to myself while you say this, damn, y'all still can't get paid because it should be a statute of limitation, so to speak. Uh, you know, Almost you, like they give you your jersey back. Yeah, yeah. but like, At this point, you could use your jersey. Right, like, so, so let's say, for instance, I know they may not retire the Maurice Claret jersey, but is it some way he could, if there's somebody wants to buy it, why can't he make uh, 5% off of it or 10% mm-hmm. off of it or whatever it is? Because that seems almost super duper unfair that kids could get paid, but being that the ever before they was able to get paid, the people still can't get paid. Um, that's very interesting. That's something that we may that we may need to call the O'Bannon brothers about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that O'Bannon, them go get, they'll go get your money. They'll go you. get your jersey for you. Yeah, so that's very interesting, man. Back to leverage, the an, an initial question, um, leveraging your brand. It's dope because now you don't necessarily, so you got, let's say for instance, you got the second highest play, paid NIL, I believe it was uh, Peyton Manning, Nephew, one mm-hmm. of the Mannings, he's not even starting yet or anything like that. And I know that that's not maybe the best example because he comes from a family with money. But for instance, let's just say he didn't. You can make four, five, six million before you leave college. So if you don't make it in the NFL, you need to figure out how to invest that money because, of course, it may not last forever. You know, I'm pretty sure he's not that frugal where six million dollars is going to last you forever. Uh, depending on your lifestyle and where you come from. But at least you're able to make money before you go pro because you may have the best college player in the world who may not pan out in the uh, NFL. Like, for instance, let's use a great example. And not even not even NFL, you got a Heisman Trophy winner, Charlie Ward. Mm-hmm. Was it Heisman? Yeah. Okay, and he didn't yep. even get drafted. He ended up going to the NBA. So... If he would have got all that college praise and maybe make six or seven million in college, his NFL career never panned out. Now, I know he still went pro, but what if he didn't make it in the NBA? At least he could have had some money leaving college to figure out what he wanted to do next uh, after his college career. Now, a lot of 19 year old, 19, 20, 21 year old olds in the 90s, early 2000s, even the early uh, 2010s or mid-2010s, don't have that much business savvy, but we talked about this the other day, uh, me, Mason, Stat, about capitalizing off other people's mistakes and seeing where people go wrong at and what not to do and what may may work for you or anything else. 
this is such a great question because there's multiple answers and leveraging leveraging your own brand has, like I said, there's multiple answers. I'm sitting here brainstorming while I'm talking to you. Like, you see, from, from your perspective, you're saying, fuck that. I'm going to get my two cents from when niggas ain't giving me my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Fuck that. I'm throwing yeah. an Ohio hat on. I'm throwing an Ohio State hat on. I'm, I'm going to wear my jersey. Whatever you can do because you saying, fuck that. They making money off of me. I'm going to figure out how to get some of that back. So where a kid today may not necessarily have to do what you're doing. So Yeah, he's going to get his money up front. No, yeah, no so... No, it's, it's, it, I'm literally like, and I said it with no pun intended, I'm going to get mine regardless, right? Yeah, so there you go. they not about yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. yeah baby. So they're they not, not about, about to. to associate with me. they not about to deal with me, but it's no difference than... Imagine y'all try to deny y'all past and disassociate everything that y'all ever been through and somebody get mad at y'all for leveraging everything that y'all been through with what y'all doing now. It's the same thing. But you have so many people who become bitter and they'll try to block certain parts of their life off and say, nah, man, this is who I am. This is what I did. And so I'm just getting what they promised us. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that was like my... <laughs> <laughs> Mo, right. you just get me. <laughs> I like Mo. that. Yeah. Mo, that's crazy to think about because that's where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what me and Killer been talking about behind the scenes. Like, how do, how do I leverage my past when all this craziness going on? I still need to get what I was supposed to get. Yeah. I understand y'all got a case going on, but <laughs> I still need what, what I was promised. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 40 acres, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, the reparations. Yeah. Yeah, the revelation. Yeah, look, you know what's funny? Listen, yeah. it's funny. Your shit came through and then the other shit came through. Like, yeah. yo, why this happening when I'm about to get what I'm supposed to get? <laughs> yeah. I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about to get on a plane. I'm like, how do I how do I leverage this, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going to keep it 100. I know you usually give me permission, but I ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm right there, Mo. Keep talking, you know? Yeah. Keep talking, no, Murders usually give me the, that's a green light for me to go, but I ain't going. That's what, that's what, yeah, that's yeah what I'm thinking, how do I get my reparations, you know? Yeah, that's that's an incredible, you know, that's why I said it's really a lot, you know, it's like I said, because the question is for everybody, like you can, yeah. like, you know, like we just talked about the Mannings or Shador Sanders or anybody now who's not a problem, but yeah. how does Mo and, and Mace? Yeah, you still selling dipset merch, you know? How do I get how do I get what I was supposed to get? <laughs> Tell me, Mo. Do I start selling shiny shoes? Where, where, how do I get my reparations, you know? See, see the whole thing, Murder? You know, this, let me yeah, you know. so you can see the merch that he's referring to if you want to go to Dipset Couture. Yeah. <laughs> you can make sure you get. Yeah, See, the thing you know? about it was, is that, and, and like I said, <laughs> I, and if y'all haven't go, haven't gone seen, uh, it came out yesterday, my interview on all and uh, all all the smoke with um, Matt Barnes and my man Stack Five is a great interview. Yeah, and I was talking about how we kind of fell out and all that shit. So you know, and I was apologizing and everything, everything we talked about or whatever. I actually sent to you, but you know, I was in a fucked up deal. A wild fucked up deal. And, <laughs> and this was my life on the line. See, Mace, Mace found another path. And mm -hmm. during the when he found another path, it just happened to be uh, uh he was able to take care of himself, so yeah. to speak, through the path he was going on. I this was it. It was this is drugs <laughs> for me. And I'm like, yo, y'all niggas playing with my life. So I fought my way literally, <laughs> like. Like niggas was saying, if you ever watched Straight Outta Compton when Ice Cube went in there with the with the bat and the, and fucked off or stuff, that was Fisher Price to what I did to Epic Records. Shout out to Dave McPherson and everybody. We cool now, but you know what I yeah. had to do to get out that deal. I was like, y'all playing with my life at 22 years old, 
And and it became physical, really. Like, I'm not capping. It really <laughs> became physical. So that's why I was sitting there saying, I was thinking when Mace said that, I'm like, damn, man, I wish me and Mace was speaking. Well, he wasn't in music anymore, but if he was, I was like, damn, the same niggas I bought with me, I could have took over there <laughs> to get dressed right. <laughs> or whatever. But, yo, that's a great question. How do, how do you guys... And benefit from uh, not being from from getting jerked around, so to speak. If that's not the right term to well, use, I, I, but but uh, yeah, y'all niggas definitely need reparations. What you gonna say, yeah. more? You got to yeah, say. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I was just gonna like, and and there's a ton of people who watch this stuff, right? And um, and I get so many direct messages, being from former athletes, and, and just a ton of people, right? And as much stuff as you can do, like don't show up and just show up for the free dinner, the free lunch or the free liquor that they going to give you. You know what I'm saying? Man, get back down to these universities, man. Get yourself invested into like uh, some, some level of ownership inside of a company that you can either lend your brand to or that you can put some capital into that you can own something. And that's probably like my biggest gripe with former players with anything like, you know, guys take like pennies, you know what I'm saying? Or they take like whatever somebody's going to give them instead of thinking like that. Like, like when, when you're an athlete and you're performing out there, right? You got so much ego, you got so much confidence, you have so much, uh, so much you feel like you have to offer. But when it's time to come to business, these dudes get treated like, for lack of better words, slaves. And it's all because like they'd be happy to be invited to, somebody's golf outing or happy to be invited to somebody's nonprofit giveaway or something like that. And it's really me encouraging them saying, Hey man, look, man, you like, you have to buckle down and become more than what you are. You know what I'm saying? And, and just somebody who accepts more than scraps from either the fan base alumni or somebody who's connected to your program. Dope. That's what's up. Yeah, that was good insight from all parties. On that note, we're going to go to the next question. UCLA coach Chip Kelly has made a lot of comments recently, especially when it comes to trying new things. So, Maurice, can you give us your analysis on the message he's trying to relay? Yeah, the the uh, the, the biggest piece that he talked about that I think that um, Jim Harbaugh has been talking about was that you should separate the actual football team from every other sport, right? And it's sort of like how Notre Dame does it. Notre Dame, when it comes to football, is independent, but then there are other teams, I think they play in the Big East, but if I'm wrong, somebody, I'm sure they'll correct me, right? But he said, man, take these 132 teams, put us in two conferences, split between the East and the West, and play seven games where you have like an interconference teams on your coast, and then to appease the, uh, the the larger TV contracts, and, for, and so teams can play other conferences, play seven out-of-conference games with teams all around the country. But the biggest thing he's talking about that Jim Harbaugh talked about that no coach has talked about before outside of these two was share the TV revenue and have these coaches paying or have these schools paying the players. And I thought that when he said that, to double down on on uh, on back of what Harbaugh has said and did for him to say it, it made me realize something. One, I said, man, the only dudes who are going to push this message are like former former NFL coaches who had coached in the NFL. They financially set and they just call the stuff for what it is. I don't really see no current college coaches who have been in the system or still feel like that they got years to climb. Uh, years to climb. I don't see these guys pushing the same message, but. The fact that he has so much notoriety, the fact that he's pushing this conversation, and the fact that this entire week that same viral video has been getting played throughout the week, it just comes to a point where you have to have discussion. And I have like two athletic directors who follow me, right? And when I shared the video inside of my thread, I see they liked it, right? And they may not be the ones to articulate it, but when more people start to talk about stuff like this, like you ask yourself, like, do they become soft or... Are they allowed to then have this conversation and say, okay, this is the right thing to do? So I don't know. Like, thank God for social media. Thank God for Jim Harbaugh's conversation. And I hope that more athletic directors at least begin to introduce the conversation so you can start to, you know, well, thanks, Maurice. That was very, very good insight. Okay, moving along. Former Super Bowl champ Derek Ward was arrested and is facing five second degree robbery Yo, charges. Wait, 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 for- wait, wait, wait. Yo, killer, come on, man. <laughs> what? 
That, you don't hear how loud that is. Is that Chanel's, man? Yo, bro, yo, I, listen. I, if it's I, flying. It is. I'm usually good at ignoring, but it's going everywhere. No, no, now niggas is trying to play me. Yeah. Now, now y'all trying to play me. Like, my yeah. shit is crazy. Like, it's like it's, wood, it's Paul's is like wood chips, yo. It's like wood yo. chips. <laughs> flying around, yo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, she on the last nail. This won't happen again. I'll get my schedule together. I apologize. Yeah. My bad, y'all. I apologize. It yeah. is kind of loud. It's irking yeah, me a little bit. Hear, do y'all hear? I can hear it out here, man. <laughs> you get it out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> nah, kinda, I ain't thing, gonna lie. Killer is crazy. My bad. It's kind of irking. She on the last. You almost. Thank you, man. My bad. It's irking me too, but wood chips is wild for us. Yeah, he definitely got you with that one. Okay, moving along. Former Super Bowl champ Derek Ward was arrested and is facing five second degree robbery charges for allegedly robbing five businesses. This is just a very open ended question. Why do you think it's come to this point? Must be the money. What? I didn't. I didn't research this topic before we got to it. When when did he win the Super Bowl? What year? Uh, two thousand eight. And what he been doing since? That I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen. I don't think he won the Super Bowl and went and robbed a nigga. I mean, this sounds like clear cut. He's fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even cheat and and do any homework. You know, I could, I couldn't say and do the due diligence and find out exactly what's been going on to his life right now. This sounds like a nigga who's fucked up. What's the exact charges? Um, It just says five second degree like five robbery, robbery charges. charges. Yeah, because he allegedly robbed five businesses. So five second oh, degree robbery charges. Oh, he was on a spree. So this was one, <laughs> that's the question, Mo. Was it one night? Was it uh, uh, over a course of time? Was he high and just went yeah. crazy? Yeah, so so it's two things to it, right? So I think it was like, man, anytime you have something wild like this, somebody either getting high, getting drunk, or, you know, substance use going to play its role in something, right? And so when I looked at it, I was like, man, you know, guys get done playing, and even when they're playing, they don't, you know, they, they're they not responsible fiscally with, they, with their money. And then when they're done and they got the same lifestyle, you know, stuff started to crumble, the pressure get them, they go back to who they are, you know? So I've been talking about since the beginning of the season, just improving yourself, but this is a result of it, right? And it made me think, and I don't know how much y'all keep up, um, just what, I, I don't know if y'all know Chandler Jones. Yeah, He's uh, John Jones' little brother, yeah. right? And so he's, he's sort of like, he's a lot richer, but he's going through something else online, like to the public, right? Where he having like, just, you know, like these episodes and, you know, he, he binge drinking and he binge smoking, and then it kind of get me into the space where I'm like, man, just on a on a um, on a serious note, how being a former athlete, and I've been there, right? Where you having mental health issues, you having who am I issues, you having like how do I transition issues, and just like looking at that stuff, like looking at Derek Ward, I see myself in that where you be in a spot in life and just your life is crazy and it's a mess, right? And then when I look at Chandler Jones, I also look at him; he's a little bit younger than me. But you look at these dudes, when they, they be in these different spots. But it, it goes to go back to the importance of, man, taking care of yourself while you're in college and taking just life and education serious and planning and preparing. Um, but, you know, this is just another case of that. You know, say you wish that, you know, my man wasn't in that situation, but I think it's like substance use disorder or some sort of alcohol that got my man jammed up and doing, doing this wild stuff. That's what I'm saying. Was this over a course of time or was this one night? I think it's one night. Yeah. Oh. Answer, we don't know yet, but it says he went on a robbery spree and he had no firearms. So he just kind of. Oh, he was fucked up one night. And I don't know his financial situation. And look, I never, I never want to talk about this because both of these guys are like my niggas, my niggas, like super duper my niggas. What I'm about, what I'm about to talk about, I'm talking about. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to bring up Gilbert Arenas and Stack Five. And Stack Five was just at the crib the other day. Like, yeah. Stack Five is, and Matt Barnes. Like I said, I was on their show, but them, them, it's more than a show with them niggas. And with Gilbert, them, I have super duper great, great friendships with them. Outside of this shit that we do here, all the sports shows and them being former NBA players and everything else. And I've seen them. They both had two different... Um, perspectives on something. I was like, damn, I kind of feel both of them. And I know I was like, I'm just going to mind my business because them is equally my niggas. Like I told you, Matt Barnes and fucking Matt Barnes called me. He's in Harlem 
two days ago talking about where the seafood spot at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I want to bring up a topic that they had two different perspectives on. And I don't know um, Ward's situation. I don't know if he has money. I don't know if he's fucked up. You know, it's a bunch of celebrities who shoplift with millions of dollars. It just gives them a thrill. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, mm. I forget that. Uh, That's crazy. The white girl's name. No disrespect of making it a color thing, but uh, I put in a couple bars some years ago. She She's a millionaire, but she gets a high on uh, shoplifting. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it's about. You know, everything. My man in the booth, he know who I'm talking about in there. I can't think of my name, but um, what I was going to say is, I don't know his financial situation, but I'll just say this. And it sounds like he's all right. It might sound like he just was fucked up one night. But I'll bring this into play as well. So Gilbert Arenas said that it was a topic to where would you rather get Three hundred million and no championship, or fifty million and leave your career with a championship. And Gilbert Arenas' take was: give him the three hundred million and no championship. And Stack Five uh, perspective was: nigga, I want to be a champion. I'll take the fifty million. He said, "We from the hood, uh, you know, fifty million. We'll make it look like two hundred million." Mm. So Gilbert Arenas went back, and you know, these they wasn't coming at each other, but they'll go on their live, or, yeah. I mean, on their feed. So I'm sitting there going, the last couple of days looking at both, they feel like, damn, I wish these niggas would stop, man. I love both these niggas. I would take the three. Yeah, so Gilbert Arenas went on his, back to his page, you know, because they're not saying each other's name, yeah. but you know what, what they're talking about. So Gilbert Arenas went back and said, he went online and said, NBA champions, championship ring, $2,200 right now. So niggas... <laughs> niggas who was fucked up who had NBA championship <laughs> rings was selling their rings and I seen both sides of the equation and the reason I bring this up is because the first thing that we said before this Robin spree and like I said I don't know his financial situation was but that the, he was a champ the Super Bowl Super champ, Bowl champ. that's yeah. the first that's how you lead it off so you sit there and lead it off and say Super Bowl champ yeah next thing you think is he broke fucked up crazy whatever Something but happened. Something happened, but Dan Marino ain't got no championship, and you don't hear about this shit with Dan Marino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm not going to even give my opinion on... Uh, yeah, they did say this guy beat um, Tom Brady in 2008, and yeah, next year he was cut. Yeah, exactly. This is the shit they bring up. So I'm not going to give my opinion on Gilbert's take or Sack Five take, even though I got one. But I you know that them is my niggas, so I, I'm not gonna care what I really think because I got an opinion, but I mind my business. Which one would you take, the fifty or the three hundred? I'm not giving an opinion. I, 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 I mind my business. So I'll let that I'll be with hey, you. Mate, now. I'm taking the three hundred. I already know killer gonna take the three hundred. That nigga definitely taking the three hundred. If anybody taking the three hundred, killer's taking the three hundred. Kill a bomber championship. Yeah. Yo, we from Harlem. Yeah. I'm taking a three. I buy a championship. Yeah, man, but I understand yeah. stacking five point of view as well. You no, know, what I saying? understand it from Title Town. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, all, just all you yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, is Title yeah. Town. So. I understand exactly what he said. Yeah, but we led this segment off with saying <laughs> Super Bowl champ, so that's why I bought. Uh, the, that situation. Yeah, up. nigga was a champ. They beat Tom Brady, two thousand and eight. He gets cut. He get cut. You know, shipped off to the Texans. That don't work out. And here we are in robbery with the ring. <laughs> His ring might be up for sale too. <laughs> well, we know. Okay, and last topic before we go to break, there is a conversation circulating from Smush Parker where he revealed Kobe Bryant wouldn't talk to him for two seasons even though he had a locker next to him. He said he tried to have a regular chat with him about football, and Kobe told him, you can't talk to me. You need more accolades under your belt. He said he was dead serious, and that set the tone. Thoughts? Yo, Mo, before me and Mace give our opinion, <laughs> and I, 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 was you that good in college that you ever told a nigga, yo, don't talk to me till further notice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I hey, told some niggas that. 
when I say my man, I see the epitome of uh, mama mentality. Yeah. I, when, when I see in the interview, I laughed, right? And uh, Smush Parker looked hurt when he, uh, like, when he was talking about it, right? And I said, man, like, I, I just don't know what I would do if I was next to somebody and, you know, you view yourself as a peer because y'all both in the same league. And then a man look you straight in the face and tell you don't talk to him. Like, basically, you you on the team, but we ain't in the same space. And, and I, at the professional level, I can see you do that to a dude at the collegiate level and because you know you're going pro. But when you do it at the professional level, it made me just laugh and chuckle. I said, man, this dude, Kobe, was a real killer. Like, for you to tell your teammate that, I said, this dude was ice cold, bro. He was He was here to play basketball, and that was it. Man. When is Kobe's birthday? That sounds like something I would have said. <laughs> yep, August 27th, 23rd. Now you and Kobe the same sign. Here we go. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew August 27th, Gillard. I know your birthday. I know when your birthday is. That's why you, I, I don't believe, <laughs> I think that was premeditated. I think you knew when Kobe's birthday was before this. And now, if that's the case, me and Michael Jordan is Aquarius. So however you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, that's what we doing here. <laughs> Man, gotta, me, me and Mike's are Aquarius. <laughs> if that's what we doing, we going off sides. <laughs> me and Mike and you and Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, Kobe, and Michael Jackson. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. You want to get now? We, now we doing this. All right. <laughs> when we come back from break, I'm gonna find somebody. <laughs> when we come so, so, so on Michael. <laughs> 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 I don't even know how you can't really yeah. you, well Prince is an Aquarius yeah. too since oh, we yeah, doing yeah. that okay now nah, I don't know a Prince yeah. <laughs> that would have been crazy nah, I, I don't know I'm just making shit up Mike and Aquarius though yeah. I don't know a Prince yeah. look I'm gonna be honest with you man the nigga this look smush alright cool alright fuck it this has to be said first of all I heard way worse Kobe stories yeah I, I heard way worse shit from better players Way worse shit, like, yo, I, from Kobe. Kobe used to yeah. just say, Shaq, you're fat, and you didn't come in shape this year, and we're not going to win unless you get in shape. He sit there and tells Ron Artest, when Ron Artest comes to the Lakers, uh, you're replacing Trevor Ariza, and he was very important to this team, so you better be here early <laughs> and do what you're supposed to do and, and be a, the official Laker that you're supposed to be. You, get, you know, so this is why towards the end of Kobe career, and this is what, to me, separates LeBron from Kobe, and not basketball-wise, uh, the GM, LeBron the GM. Yeah. I'm not going to be the asshole because I want people to come play with me. You couldn't find nobody who wanted to come play with Kobe towards the yeah. end of his career. It was just too much to deal with stories like this. And... You be like, man, I ain't going to the Lakers, man. I, this is just too much to deal with from this nigga. So LeBron, to a certain extent, he has camaraderie with his teammates. He eggs them more. I see his facial expressions sometimes, and he be like, man, I want to fuck this nigga up. You see, like, did you see the play the other <laughs> night when he threw the pass to Anthony Davis? <laughs> and Anthony Davis was limping. Did you see that shit? It's like LeBron, like, yo, it's like almost, and shout out to that's my nigga, but when J.R. Smith was off the Henny and he, and he got the rebound and was about to go to the other basket, LeBron was like, yo, yo, what are you doing? But you know, LeBron probably sees that like, yo, I, I got to calm down because I want people to come play on me. Um, I'll say this, man. Uh, and Smush is from New York. We talked about Austin Reeves yesterday with Mark Jackson and Mark Jackson said he was, it'd be a great team for, he'll be a great player for some NBA team. And me, me and Mason, myself, pardon me, said that Austin Reeves, pardon me, I said Austin Reeves, Austin Rivers, excuse me, not Austin Reeves, Austin Rivers, Doc Rivers' son, ain't shit. And we had to leave the show disagreeing with Mark Jackson after we had a great show. We had 58 great minutes with Mark Jackson. Then he said that shit. And he's like, Mark, we're going to end the show on a bad note because I have to agree with Mace and say Austin Rivers ain't shit. 
And the reason I'm bringing that up is because Smush Park is from New York and you're worse than Austin Rivers. You really ain't shit. So at the end of the day, I fuck with you, Smush. I know you. You, you my man. I think I could beat you. <laughs> I think if you went to the Lakers, I had a chance. That murder had a chance to go to the Lakers. We just was shorter than you. You lucky Kobe ain't slapped the shit out you, nigga. He was trying to speak to him. Average you about a double-double and six assists before you speak to that man. That's the best bet that you could do. It had to be said, and I hate to do this to a native New Yorker, but yo, you yeah. could have kept that story to yourself. That shit wasn't the, uh, like you deserve. Uh, you you went to Fordham yeah. with A Butter, like A Butter, my nigga. But you went to Fordham University. You lucky you made it to yeah, the NBA. Kobe don't owe you nothing, nigga. Yeah, he don't know you, man. I didn't Niggas know you. Sneaking in the league every day, B. <laughs> 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 That's a fact, man. So you could have kept that story to yourself, man. Uh, you have more points in the NBA than me. I don't know about who else. You know, I don't I don't really I the only thing I remember is that you played for the Lakers. I can't remember a highlight, a dunk, a three-point, a buzzer beater. Do you remember anything? I remember Kobe saying, um, Kobe told Steve Nash, um, this nigga snuck in the league. Oh, yeah. Shit like that. Don yeah. DeMarco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe said, yeah, this nigga snuck in the league. <laughs> So, sorry, Smush, I, I think Doc Riverson is better than you, and I don't think he's that good. You think Rivers is better than Smush? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give him that. I'm going to give him better than Smush. You think Smush is just as good as Rivers? I don't, nah, I don't, know. I don't know about that. Because Rivers was nice in high school. I and, thought and he was going to be one of the ones. Yeah, and then he had a longer career. You know, he's probably about his 10th, 11th year in the NBA right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a good journeyman. He's a good journeyman. He's. He, he, I mean, I'm not mad at him as a 7th, 8th player off the, off the bench. My only problems with Rivers is that he says things when he's off the court that he's not good enough to say. Like, you're, you say, well, the league isn't doing this, and... And look at how long he's dribbling, and and they're kissing this person's ass. Then you don't you don't get that, you know. You Doc Rivers' son. And let me ask you this: You think he would have made it in the league if he wasn't Doc Rivers' son? He was McDonald's. Yeah, but he always was Doc Rivers' son when he was McDonald's too. Mm. Would he be McDonald's if he wasn't Doc Rivers' son? Nah, he would have been. He was more. He was. He was crazy in high school. Man, I, listen, I lived in Orlando around yeah. that time. Oh, I, yeah, I, you I know. know. I know. He yeah, was, he was crazy. He's yeah. six four as a as a high school player. You know, as a high school guard yeah. at six four. Yeah, I, kind I, of bullying. I, I seen him play. He was dunking. He was bad athletic and all that. You, you do the massage too. Not today. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you want to do the shoulder a little bit. Shoulder. Oh no. Uh, yeah. I ain't just. Yeah. I'm on bad. I'm bad. I'm trying to go. I try. I'm push the envelope. I'm gonna push the. I'm gonna push the envelope, man. I'm sorry, my bad. Am I? I forgot who I was talking to. Thought the body rub babes was in the, <laughs> the body rub <laughs> But um, yeah. Um, I just, I just, I don't think that. I, you're right, Mace. He was real. I was living in Orlando at the time, and he was talked about, and he was really good. But see, the reason I bring that up, you got to realize Doc Rivers is also the coach of the Orlando Magic at the time. Yeah. So I'm thinking about all that stuff at the same time. But I think he's a decent NBA player, seventh, eighth man off the bench, not necessarily a sixth man. Yeah, I thought he would have had a better career if he would have went to a different team. He went to the wrong team. If he'd have went to San Antonio, he would have had a better career. He's been to several teams. Wins the right team. He was on Denver. Mm -hmm. You're right. Hey, well, I'll leave the Smush Parker and Austin Rivers debate up to the viewers, but we're going to well, go to break. What do you think, Sound like you got an opinion. I, I really don't have a Stat good like, opinion. Stat like light-skinned niggas. Yeah, Whoa, so never said that. We're going to go to break. When we return, we will talk about Rucker Park. <laughs> Call this 
trust But she really thinking about She wanna be free Welcome back. So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. But before we get into the picks, y'all know underdog is always hooking it up for the it is what it is listeners. And they are always doing special picks for new signups. But this week they got a special pick for everyone that ever signed up with code cam mace or stat. You're getting LeBron at half a point for his game on Christmas. And if you're just signing up now, you'll get another special pick on top of that. So now let's get into our picks for the night. Tonight, the Nuggets will play the Nets. Underdog Fantasy has Jokic at 26 and a half points. Do you have them higher or lower, Mace? Higher. They play a who? Um, the Nets. Higher. Higher. Jamal Murray is at 30 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Do you have them higher or lower, Cam? Higher. Higher. It's the Nets, nigga. Of course. And Nick Claxton is at eight and a half rebounds. Do you have them higher or lower, Mace? Nick who? Nicholas Claxton. Who's that? On the Nets. Who is that? I know Claxton. He good. He all right. He good for the Nets. He good. I ain't, I ain't going to give him eight. I'm going to go lower. <laughs> lower. Okay. Shout out to Claxton. Yeah, Shout out to Claxton. Claxton's yeah. all right. Yeah. He is. Okay. Download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. We are joined back with our analyst, Maurice Claret. Okay. Whoa. So before we get into a couple of the games, Maurice, I know you had some recent realizations about Rucker Park. So would you like to share those? Oh yeah, so when I was looking it up, I was uh I was about to make a shirt for something in regards to uh, Rucker Park. I was about to do Ali Mo, and um, then when I went down the um, uh, the, the history of it, I never knew it was called the Entertainers Basketball League, and I never knew it was the Harlem. And I was like, man, I didn't know none of this stuff existed. So I had a bunch of well, not a bunch of questions, but I just wanted to hear stories from um, you know Mason Cam about just Rucker Park. You know, maybe it's just like some stuff that went on around the game that a lot of people didn't know. You know, most of the stuff you hear is like just from our rappers, sponsored teams, but I'm pretty sure it was more the essence of Harlem, the essence of the city or what was going on around it. So those are just my uh, inquiring thoughts, just basically being a fan and just not even realizing it was in Harlem. Well, Rucker Park is, is legendary and I'm a legend in Rucker Park, actually. I was 16 years old and won the championship and then, you know, MVP, all type of shit at 16 years old. This is shit I was doing in 1992. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be Future. I'd be Speedy. Half man, half a maid. Mo Black was on the team. Like, it was crazy. So I'm just going to give my accolades yeah. before anything else. I went crazy that year. You know, the, the two niggas, the two best guards, supposedly, was a guy named Future. He, he was really, you know, he used to dance and do all type of shit. Speedy, he was in the movie Above the Rim. And I gave them the business that year. In 1992, it was my year. And I killed niggas. But seriously, and that's seriously, that's no cap. But growing up, it was a big deal. Uh, Rucker Park, you know. What happened is this. A man named Mr. Mosley used to run Rucker Park. And it was uh, it was super dope. It was lit. And he passed away, and a guy named Greg started to run it. And what Greg did was... Um, it's kind of, I don't know how much history and how old people are to know about wrestling, but WWF was ran by uh, Vince McMahon's father. And when Vince McMahon's <laughs> father died, Vince McMahon took it over and Vince McMahon turned it into the WWF. It turned out to be, you know, eventually WWE for people who's like, what is Cam talking mm -hmm. about? WWE, F it was WWF before it was WWE. But he got Hulk Hogan, he got Randy Savage. He started getting uh, Ultimate Warrior. To, uh, he took it to the next level. And that's what Greg um, did for Rucker Park. He started getting sponsors from Def Jam, uh, from different record companies. Yeah, he bad started, boy. Bad boy. He started turning it into Rappers League and so on and so forth. But you forget about the, the people like Terminator and the Dancing yeah. Doogee and a whole bunch of different people. Because this one time I seen uh, Fat Joe doing an interview. And Fat Joe was like, was Cam really good and born like that? Because people be telling me Cam seen what was playing ball, but I see him in a celebrity game and he look kind of tired and all that. This is what I'm talking about. And Fat Joe is my nigga. That's my yeah. man. But you the new rucker. Yeah, he's a new <laughs> you rucker. The, you, the, you the Vince McMahon rucker. I'm from Ivan Pusky, Junkyard Dog. <laughs> I ain't sheep. Yeah, I ain't sheep. Bob yeah. Backlund. That, I'm yeah. from that, that era. So when... 
they turned when Greg took Ruck over. He got y'all rappers. You know, I'm not yeah, saying y'all because we're rappers, yeah. but but at the end of the day, it was a whole different dynamic before Greg got there, and that was the essence of it. It's so many people, you know, and like like my 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 little bro, uh, a butter. He got a lot of footage from um, Rucker Park. You know, uh, if you want to check it out, it's his page is Butter Butter World, I believe, on Instagram. He puts up a lot of stuff from Rucker when he played, probably from like. 2001 to 2008 and 9. And when he tags, there's no offense to us, this is my little bro, and he killed up there. Yeah. But he puts the golden era, and I'll be like, that's your golden era. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the real golden era, the real golden era, um, Rucker, is when it was like Rambo and Jim Ice <laughs> Jim, and, yeah. and all of them type of niggas. And that was when it was a drug dealer's league. It right. wasn't even rappers then. It was... right. When I was living up there, that it was a drug. Oh, yeah, you was up. I forgot you was on eighth Avenue. Yeah, yeah. You've been all over all the things that when I was up over there and all that. When I was over there, it was a drug dealers league. It wasn't for basketball. Right, and listen, a lot of it was people for street niggas. Right, and I'm not saying shout out to Mousy, Mousy out of team and all. And I'm not saying that this and, and Mason's 100 right. And I'm not calling this guy a drug dealer. I'm just saying I remember Juan. Y'all, a lot of people know him as OG one uh, from yeah, from Peter Rock. Shoe and all Peter that. Shoe. That, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's the rock yeah. I know. Remember we go have a fight with Peter <laughs> Shoe? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. Peter Shoe niggas like, oh shit, Peter Shoe was the first nigga with the with the uh fanny pack shit yeah, <laughs> before that's niggas. The had rock it. I know, you that's know. a fact. Peter Shoe. You couldn't like, come in the park. Yeah. When Killer all. was when you was playing Killer, I was on the fence. I was yeah. Yeah. I coach you to the MVP. Yeah, listen, man, I remember, man. He was my bro. You Yeah, yo, that that whole that championship was <laughs> for all of crazy. us. Yeah, that was for all of us because it was nobody. We couldn't believe it. It's like, yo, this nigga kill out there going crazy. Because yeah, no <laughs> we young almost cried. Yeah, no, we might have cried because no young nigga played in Rutgers sister. After that, a bunch of young niggas started playing, but I was the first like teenager. To play right and bust ass in the championship, we couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because it was like a grown a grown man's league, and uh, Mister Mosley gave me opportunity. But Mason's right; we I couldn't even believe the shit. I was like, "Yo, this is kind of crazy." Let me ask you a question. So, is it like a tournament? So, I really don't know. I've only seen it through social, like not social media, but like old and one mixtapes. Is it a tournament for like a week? Is it a weekend? Or like, what is actually? When people talk about Rucker Park or the tournament, like what I guess what is it? Um, in the beginning, it was in the beginning, it was just you you had the you it was like show off. It was like to prove that you could bring a player from the from the furthest place you could possibly get a player from. Like niggas would bring in people from. Um, I remember when they brought who was the first person? It was it Vince? So it was somebody well, listen, crazy. Yeah, listen, and that's one thing I will give Fat Joe credit for, and Jay Z as well. They started bringing Kobe Bryant, yeah, Allen Iverson, uh, uh, fucking LeBron James, yeah. Uh, stuff. Well, stuff was from New York already, but you know when niggas started flying in, <laughs> the niggas from out, <laughs> you know that's when niggas was like, oh, Rucker Park, they got crazy. Cause they, you know, it started getting police barricades and so on and so forth. Yeah. It was it was just wild, reckless in the beginning. It wasn't no barricades. You climb on a tree. Yeah, it's a bridge over there. You would sit on the bridge. It's even projects directly across the street where niggas would go on the roof of the projects. Yeah, or sit on top, or sit on top where the um school was, right. the elementary school, the roof. Right, exactly. So to answer the question, though, it is a tournament. You know, you, you play eight, nine games and. The team, who, the four, five, six teams who make the playoffs, and then yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's, it was it, like all summer. It was the yeah. thing to do in the summer, and and at first it was just pretty much like Bronx versus Harlem and mm -hmm. Queens before niggas start flying niggas in. Right. First it was it was like bragging rights of who the best in the city. So whoever was like the top guard in the city, they you had to play in Rucker. If you didn't play there, it didn't matter. Right. Yo, and not to jump off topic. Hold on, man. Shane Gillis. Shout out to Shane. Shane Gillis, you got to chill, bro. <laughs> I, I, Shane Gillis, <laughs> I, I texted him yesterday. He had called me while we was filming. He, so I hit him back and said, yo, you up still? 
He just hit me back and said, pause, man. What do you mean am I up? <laughs> yo, yo, shame. Chill, bro. <laughs> My bad. Are you awake? <laughs> nah, shout out to Shane, man. Shane, I'm just looking. He's like, yo, pause. Are you up, yo? Shout out to Joe Rogan and Shane Gillis, man. <laughs> it was crazy. But um, yeah, bro. Um, it was it was the thing to do. You know, after a while it kind of died down. People go to Dykeman and then you had Kingdom pause. Uh it was a lot of um tournaments outside of that, but you know, it's one of the things you had to be there. Yeah. And you definitely wanted to have your best game because um niggas on the mic would kill you. Oh yeah. They the 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 micro the nick that's what made it dope yeah. as well. The announcing out loud the whole game was spectacular. And then if you get a nickname, your nickname was crazy. I was the All-American. <laughs> I was like, it was, it was crazy. You get a nickname. That's what I was gonna say. I was talking about OG Juan. When Juan was doing it before Jay-Z or anybody else, when he was doing it by himself, I remember niggas used to change sneakers at halftime. I'm like, yo, how much money is niggas really getting up there? <laughs> they could wear the joy, the white joints the first half, and then the second half wear the black joints. So you want to play for people like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember that game, Big Straight came. Yeah. Like, These yeah. niggas is cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it was more like said Peter Shoe, Juan, Mousy, those, those people at that particular time, uh, they had it. And Maurice, you got your questions answered. Make sure. Yeah, no, I just, I, I, look, I'm a fan, so I'll just be trying to relive a time. And, and I've I seen, uh, you don't know about this step, but the N1 mixtapes growing up was like everything. Yeah. And I think that was the first time I was introduced to um, just Harlem, no, well, Rucker Park in general. And, I, and then when I went to do the research on it, I didn't realize it was in Harlem. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so we got two more games to talk about real quick. The Thunder beat the Clippers 134 to 115, killing the Clippers' nine game win streak. What are your thoughts on the Thunder being second in the West? Well, the, I mean, the Thunder, they beat them, but, but you know, Kawhi wasn't playing, so I can't really count this towards Ty Lue because Ty Lue said with his whole team that after 10 games, they was going to be rolling. And they have been rolling. So this game didn't have Kawhi there. So I'm giving them a pass on this game. and But the boy Shaw, how you say it? Shay? Shaw? Shay. Shay. Shay is really starting to make a name for himself. I mean, like, even though last year he was the, um, he was first team, I think this year he's really taking it serious. Like, not that he didn't last year, but really starting to create that space pause between him and the other guys. Like, yo, I'm really that one. And I, that's what I'm starting to get from watching this game. Even when when, when it was a play where him and Westbrook was together, and it, it just looked like you could tell as an athlete when you know this nigga can't guard me. You could just see it in his mannerisms and his mindset. Like, he don't belong out here on me. I looked up to this nigga growing up, and I hate that it had to be this way. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yesterday when we had Mark Jackson on the show, I was, you know, I was so excited to see Ja play. I said, uh, we got Luca, we we got uh Steph, and then we gonna put Ja right there. Mark quickly corrected me and said, you're jumping the gun and you forgetting about that guy out there in Oklahoma City. And we talked about this earlier this year because because he was first team all NBA last year. He's in a small market. We didn't really see what he had going on. And the Oklahoma City Thunder may not have been in this attractive since Westbrook and Kevin Durant was there. You know, even when Chris Paul was there, yeah, it wasn't, it, the, it wasn't th the same. And even watching Shea's game, he's uh, a little more athletic than Chris Paul. It isn't like he's one of these guards that go dunk on you and yeah. high flying, but I totally agree. Uh, we talked about this before, prior to the game, when we were saying, we're going to see when he plays stuff tonight. Then he was kind of killing stuff. And then not only did he, you know, I ain't going to say kill stuff, but he got his numbers out. He outplayed stuff. I'll say that. He put the tape out. There. I was going to say that. If he put it you on, in that tape, yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put it on his Instagram. <laughs> for, and, and so not, not, not just a clip. Swipe, nigga. Swipe for Yeah, exactly. This you on the tape, yeah. nigga. You See, getting killed, Yeah, nigga. he put it on his Instagram and put swipe left. <laughs> one one clip, two clip, three clip, four clip. So, uh, 
And he had 31 and 8. Yeah, 31 and 9. He had the game high. James Harden, uh, not only 23. He had 23. Um, Westbrook off the bench, 15 points. You said Kawhi didn't play, but made a great point. Yeah. Paul George, 22 points. He's out for blood. Yeah. <laughs> He's out for blood, and he wants his name to be known. Look, a lot of times, and I'm not going to compare it to the Joker or Luca or anything else, because those guys are actually coming from overseas. But these players that are not from this country also have a point to prove. Yeah. He's from Canada. So you got a bunch of Canada players saying, we're going to go down there and show these niggas that we're just as good as they are as well. Mm -hmm. Like Jamal Murray, you know. Those niggas, certain niggas up there up north that's nice, my nigga. Yeah, and don't forget Check. Check on that OKC team too. He he's going crazy. And I think I'm I like this OKC team. Yeah. And lastly, the Grizzlies are already standing on business. They beat the Pacers 116-103. to yeah. Yeah. But thoughts on the Pacers losing another game? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like you, want, you wanted the, the killer said the target on your back. Pause it now. Niggas is, niggas is playing like they, every time they go to Indiana, these are, the, these are the niggas that almost was the champs. So niggas is taking them serious. Look, the fans of Indiana, the fans in Detroit when the Lions be winning, all these fans, when we don't give y'all y'all credit and we start giving y'all y'all credit and then y'all just sit there and embarrass us. Stop texting us. Stop DMing me. Stop hitting the yeah. page up. Yeah, me. Yeah, stop <laughs> questioning stat murder, yeah. DMing us. Oh, we've been winning. Why y'all not talking about us? Why y'all? This is exactly why. Because they get, put too much pressure on y'all. Yeah, we trying to save y'all from yourself. All right? A big disappointment. All right? Now, listen. Y'all was going around gloating, and, and I'm not going to say, listen, I would have gave, gave y'all niggas a pass. <laughs> but Halliburton fucked it up when he did this shit. He fucked it all Ever up. Ever since that time. Ever since that Dame time shit, he fucked it up. The reason I say that is because if he would have went out humbly and said, well, we're just trying to get better every day. You yeah. know, we're, we're working on ourselves. I had a great game against an even greater guard. Right. And <laughs> and it, it was humbling to even be on the same floor with him. No, you want to do all to this. You want to do all this. Being humble yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See what they got you. This is where it gets you. You want to bring your five on TNT and, take, and this is where it gets you. And you know who has a problem with it. You know who's seen all this worse than is worse. No, we all seen it. But it ain't the fact that me, Stat, Murder, Maurice, uh, anybody else we work with seen it. The fact is that John Morant been watching and couldn't do nothing about it. And now he can do something about it. And he's going to do something about it. This is every guard's worst nightmare <laughs> coming to y'all niggas 100 miles per hour every night. Y'all niggas got another 70, 60-something games with problems on your hands. I'm telling you this right now. And there's going to be people up for the challenge. You got Luca don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, Steph ain't going to care. Because uh, there's a lot of soft-ass guards, too. I, I think... Yeah, Josh playing like, yo, tell them niggas up at it is what it is. I'm going to take these niggas to the playoffs. <laughs> I'm taking these, these niggas to the playoffs. Yeah, that's a fact, man. That's how he looking. Yeah, man. And then, you know... Uh, I, I seen a, I was saying I, I won't say the show but I seen a couple shows because after Josh's first game he's like yeah I kept all the receipts and a couple people who um, heard him say that like Josh you the reason people have receipts you was doing this and doing that and doing this look bro <laughs> let that man say what the fuck he want to say at this point we got action nigga we got action nigga and I'm excited Josh only thing I'm not supporting is the guns because we ain't going to be able to see you. Say what you want because you can afford the fine. Just don't slap niggas, pull out guns or anything else. Say whatever the fuck you want because I'm digging it. Yeah. Say it like, you got it. Or text us. We'll say it for you. That's even better. <laughs> yeah, that's a you fact. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> that's a fact, man. Text so, me. I tell it. I'll say it for you. Yeah, but as far as the paces are concerned, uh, target on your back, baby. Y'all niggas is the reigning Eastern Conference champions for the end-season tournament, whatever the fuck that mean. <laughs> Y'all niggas is right now in the eighth seed. <laughs> You're in the eighth seed. So when this when the shit started, y'all, I think y'all was in th fourth or fifth. Yeah. It's been bad since the end-season tournament. Good luck the rest of the season. Man, there you have it. And Maurice, thank you for being here. Yo, Mo, it's been a great season, man. We appreciate you, man. 
And we're going to see All you right. season three. We act like season three ain't All next right. week, but <laughs> we'll see you season three, man. But go ahead, Mo, what you going to say? Well, look, y'all got to meet me. We're the official title sponsor for the Racism Bowl. Whoa! Oh, the racism ball. <laughs> <laughs> the official sponsor. That nigga Yo, Mo be on point every week, man. Mo, the, uh, the racism uh, ball is crazy. Uh, I'm a, I, I promise you I cried when you said that the other day. It was hilarious. No, nah, Mace called. <laughs> that was Mason. Mason's a funny nigga, man. The, Yo, racism. the racism ball is fire. Right, Mo, we appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I'm going to... Well, it's, it's pink horsepower time. I'm going to get with y'all yeah. fellas later on. Oh, don't trust me. It's almost time for me too, baby. <laughs> Matter of fact, Tito, pass me my bag. <laughs> I don't leave home without it, nigga. <laughs> the proud sponsor. Yeah, man. I'm... Tito, you on the camera. <laughs> 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 I got you. Yeah, man. I ain't trying to set you up, nigga. Yeah, nigga, Adam, crawling with pink horsepower. I'm just trying to show I know a nigga ain't taking my pink horsepower out of here. I'm <laughs> brains out. I was just trying to get a quick commercial and nigga done robbed me. Yeah. Damn, I don't even got nothing in here, man. Yeah. Sorry, Mo. I got something <laughs> next time. Okay. Yeah, man. Messing my fucking... Now I'm mad for real. Look at my pink horsepower. Well, before we end, we have a surprise, y'all. Yeah, I didn't play games here if y'all want. I got my knife in my back, too. That was a pleasant surprise. Shout out, Nick. Oh, man, Nick. Oh, Nick, what's that? Oh. Did I open it yet? Thank you, Nick. I appreciate that. Okay, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Oh, thank you, bro. We appreciate you, man. Good looking, Brosie. He's still looking for it. Nick Saban. Yo, so I would like for you guys to open these up on the show if that's possible. Is it different shit in each bag? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? So we'll go, we'll go with staff first. We'll go with staff first. Mace, I definitely want you to go last. Got her a nice bottle of wine. I do love me some wine too. <laughs> So, I know Stat is House a Steeler fire. fan, so we got us some Steeler <laughs> gear. Here he and then we definitely need Cam to go next. Pause. I, oh, <laughs> right here. <laughs> Real quick, my pink horsepower, a lot going on in my bag. This is what I'm going to do. Have yourself a merry little Christmas and <laughs> make sure you go to pink-horsepower.net to have a beautiful Christmas and a happy new year. Ooh, that was close. I had to make sure I had my shit in my back. Thank you guys. Is this just from you, Nick, personally? Yeah, that's, or... that's from me, man, for working okay, with cool. you guys. You that's guys have so been dope, so, so much, man. I just I want to show love. This, man. Thank you very much, bro. All right, I'll just make sure. <laughs> oh, Good looking, Nick. Yo, these ain't the ones you had on the other day, is it? All right. Now, Nick had these on the other day, and I was like, yo, these is tough. These is fire. Oh, yeah, these new. All right. I was making sure Nick ain't give me refurbished drink. Yo, I told him, because you know I'm a, you know, pink is my color and all that. Thank you so much, Nick. I appreciate it. Now, thank you again. And, and is this is this champagne? Yeah, that's for, for the New Year's celebration. Oh, thank you very bit. much, Nick. I appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah. Lil Vu, Lil Vu, baby. <laughs> you gonna put this with the shirt with the, some shambol? So, Mace. Yeah, I, I mix this with shambol. Thank you so much, man. Got you, bro. Mace, you're a very difficult person to buy stuff for because unlike Stat, <laughs> we actually know what team she root for. <laughs> Cam, Cam asked me to make a video of all the teams that you've rooted for. I'm like, Cam, listen, I'm gonna have to charge you extra for that one, bro. I don't know. So, in that little bag is a gift. <laughs> So you got you got some Clico. Yeah, yeah man, little boo. <laughs> Thank you, man. And then in the in the little bag. Since What's I know this? since I know you all about Title Town. Oh. oh. What is this, Nick? So 
I got creative. I got you a gift card. So the next day, whoever wins the national title <laughs> will be able to go and get you a hat. <laughs> I pick just one team. Now you got options, bro, because the title town. Yeah. That was good, Nick. Thank you so much, Nick. Of course, it's been dope. It's been dope working with you guys and being a part of this. That was clever. Nick Nick is the one uh, every night behind the scenes uh, recording, uh, editing the videos. We want to tell, I was going to actually, before we finish the season, I was going to tell you, thank you so much for being part of the team, staying up extra hours to help us get this done. Thanks to Jeremiah, who's made a rare appearance tonight for making all this happen as well. Um, The CEO, Kevin, Blue Wire, um, everybody behind the scenes. uh, And, you know, this move out here, to, to the West Coast for me, Mason Stat, uh, it was a really big decision being that we're all originally from the East Coast and you guys really made us feel at home and feel comfortable and it's been a pleasure to work with you and we look forward to working with you much more in the future. Thank you guys so much, man. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks a lot. Thank you guys. Thank you guys in the back. I hope everyone Thank has a happy guys. holiday. Oh. Another season yeah. Yeah. Yo, we the hottest niggas on the planet. Yo, Bob, what he shout said? out to my nigga Bob, my nigga Tito. Oh, yeah. King. <laughs> yeah, my nigga King. I'm not going to say his first name. Yo, uh, Church is in the, out there in the front. I'm trying to think, is it anybody else we forgot? Jake, um, Jacob. Oh, yeah, Jacob York. Big shout out to Jacob York. You know, he really um, helped Mark Jackson. He helped put the Mark Jackson thing together. To be honest with you, it might have fell apart without Jacob York. Um, and my shout man. out the juice, blueberry. Yeah, yeah, my man. Look at church. Shout out church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My man, church. Shout out, shout out to yeah, shout out to um uh OJ and shout out to Larry Smith for finding OJ yeah. for us. So we appreciate everybody's help, man. And if I am forgetting anybody, I'm pretty sure y'all will remind me. So we'll talk to you. <laughs> we'll shout you out next week when season three begins. Thank you. Oh, um, we bugging. Shout out to Underdog Fantasy. We bugging the fuck out. Big shout out to my man Nick over there at Underdog Fantasy. We appreciate everything you're doing for us. And we look forward to doing much more business in the future, man. And we got much more in store, man. I, if I forget, I'm sorry. But yeah, that's I can't remember anybody else. Thank you all for watching. And that's all the time we have for today. Stay tuned for season three. And as y'all know, we the new journalists. Yeah, baby. That's what it is. Journalist (laughs) niggas. As always, it is what it is. We out. (laughs) Uh,